the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Vic Aladev, a very good morning. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I'm very well, thank you. Good to talk to you. Nice to speak to you. Not an easy week. The weeks continue to be very, very difficult as uh, we follow the fallout from the war happening in Gaza. So very, very, uh, lots of strange scenes happening in Australia, particularly the one that uh, that perturbed many of us because it was Friday, Friday lunchtime here. It was Friday evening uh, in Australia, particularly yeah. in Melbourne, as we watched scenes of I thought the most terrible harassment happening in that area. What uh, what 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 uh, was the story there? So unfortunately, yes. And so what the story there was? So Caulfield is the, uh, the heart of the one of the central areas of the Jewish community in Melbourne. It's one of three suburbs which has a strong Jewish community. Others being St Kilda uh, and what's cra- you know, So Caulfield is really at the heart of it, mm. and. Uh, a demonstration by pro-Palestinian people, and and uh, in their wisdom, they decided to make this to stage this demonstration in the heart of Caulfield, right next adjacent to a synagogue, and Friday night. So obviously, Shabbat service taking place. Approximately 150 people at the shul at the time, and the rabbi uh, made the judicial call to vacate, evacuate the synagogue just because he didn't want to put anyone at mm, risk. Mm. And that on Friday night. Uh, the following day, Saturday, here in Sydney, um, a also a pro-Palestinian um, uh, motorcade, mainly on motorcycles, but also with some cars and, and, and uh, pickup trucks, decided to have a protest motorcade driving from, I mean, the names might not mean anything to people, but essentially driving through the eastern suburbs, which in Sydney is the heart of the Jewish community. Right. And, and, uh, and obviously both of these, the one in Caulfield and the one here in, in the eastern, through the eastern suburbs to a beachside suburb called Kuji, which has had one intention only, and that was to intimidate and harass, uh, and, you know, frighten, uh, mm. the Jewish community. Did they break the law per se? No. But obviously there's a lot of discussion going on about whether or not there, and there are laws in the books, um, which you can invoke for extreme situations. And, um, and just leading on from that, so in today's paper, one of our daily papers, the front page, front page, massive headline, haunted by hate with a Jewish family and the sub headline, Jews forced to hide their religion. And another one, Right across the top of one of the other papers, no citizen is safe if tired, not turned and writing anti-Semitism. And another one, uh, hatred on show, this is across the top of the paper, by the way, hatred on show, Rabbi Lashes protesters as police sent to help. And, and, uh, he's referring to just what you've been talking about, the Caulfield, um, uh, the Caulfield protest demonstration. So, very concerning. And then, um, just sort of going on from that last night, uh, Monday night, there's a program on our ABC television called Q&A where they are panelists and where so the entire show last night, a one hour show was about the war. And so there were two people, dare I say, from uh, who put Israel's case very cogently and two uh, on the other side of the equation and then a politician kind of in the middle. And the uh, and everything that you can anticipate was discussed. 
the most interesting part for South African listeners is <clears throat> is that one of the speakers uh, who is head of the Australian Palestinian Advocacy mm-hmm. Network and he described himself as half Palestinian, half Australian, when one of the Jewish speakers, one of the leaders of the Jewish community, talked about the fact that he, Jewish leader, supports a two-state solution, says the Australian-Palestinian advocate, I believe in a one-state solution, just like apartheid South Africa did not have a two-state solution. Wow. It now has a one-state solution. Wow, wow, wow. So, I know, I mean, very... Oily, I mean, so there he is in the same sentence saying, calling Israel an apartheid state and saying we should have a one state solution, which means, and we know what that is code for. So, uh, very, um, dare I say, smoothly done and just slipped it in very neatly. Is South Africa doesn't have a two state solution. Why should, Why should yeah, Israel, Palestine? Yeah. yeah. As though everything is exactly uh, the same, right? It's, it, it's, it's well, exactly the same problem. Uh, because, exactly. yeah, wow, that is, uh, is very, very frightening. And of course, the, the increase in anti-Semitic incidents has just been completely out of control. It's just off the charts. It's the highest it's ever been registered. It's a four to five hundred percent increase over equivalent period in pre, you know, in the last October and or November and previous times. So it's, it's just uh, frightening. The, um, there are, dare I say, one or two items of positive news. So, um, on Sunday, so two days ago, <clears throat> excuse me, the organized Jewish community had a vigil and uh, about 5,000 people turned up. What the point of difference there was that it was a multicultural vigil. So, uh, vigil. So the representatives, diplomats, local communities representing the 40 plus nationalities who have hostages uh, currently right. being held right. by Hamas were all invited. So there were flags from all 40 different countries, as well as Australian flags, as well as the uh, blue and white flags. And so, and, and a, a vice president of the local Ukrainian community spoke, and, and there was a Greek representative, and Anglican representative, and a Syrian, and Hindu. And so that is very encouraging, um, that support from across the board. And then another item of good news in it, there's a fabulous initiative here called Operation Golda. <laughs> and yeah. we're, apparently there's around one and a half thousand people have signed up to it, and it's an online initiative. And what it is, is someone will say, um, there's a need for, you know, 500 syringes in Tel Aviv right now. Can anybody help? And within minutes or hours, somebody will come forward, or we need laptops, or whatever it is. And so, it's 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 actually a real grassroots uh, initiative. As I said, the last one and a half thousand people had joined. So people just wanting to do something, wanting to help in any which way they can, are responding and responding in real time and basically helping. You know, at at a very basic fundamental level. So just really heartwarming to see and um, yeah, and 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 the numbers of people jumping on and making their services available, whether it's and it's for people in Israel and Israelis who are here. Who are ah, that's interesting. Anyone like needing yeah. assistance uh, as a result uh, as a result of this? Where is the uh, where where is the I don't know regular Australian who 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 doesn't care that particularly who doesn't care that much about Israel who's living their Australian life who isn't vested in the story? Uh, where are they through this? 
It's it's a good question. And uh, just this morning, I was invited to speak at one of the major Jewish schools, but where over over half of the staff are not Jewish, and they were very interested in hearing you know a context around this. But in terms of that, the again front page stories today, where the the, the government of the state is introduced yesterday. Uh, New legislation to expand le- uh, legislation against incitement to racist violence, etc. And that's a direct mm, uh, result mm. of what is happening. So there's a lot of political attention on this issue. Um, having said that, there's also a lot of controversy because, well, the foreign minister came out and said we need to take, quote, steps towards a ceasefire. She didn't say we need a ceasefire, mm. steps towards. And then the, in the parliament, the prime minister was asked, does he support what she said, calling for ceasefire? He said she didn't call for ceasefire. She said steps toward. So there's a, it's a Labour government. So there's, I mean, blind Freddie can see that there's mm, tension mm. on the sea within, within the, within the, and, and also just, I know we're running out of time, just mm. quickly, front, in one of the papers a couple of days ago, front page, 102 Holocaust survivors here in Australia said we never have signed a statement which said we ne- they, were, they wrote we never thought we'd have to write this uh, in this country after what we experienced you know, in the Holocaust, appealing for anti-Semitism, you know, people to denounce it and stop behaving in this way, etc, etc. So pretty heart-rending stuff coming out of from 102 Holocaust survivors. Incredible. Really, really just uh, heartbreaking stuff there as well. Vic Aladev, thank you. As always, we speak to Vic every Tuesday morning at this time for the Australia Report.